Okay, so we have a very fun game because we're deciding on the topic that we're gonna record that we are passionate about today. And, and it's either physical pain, because we have a lot of pain, or um, expectations versus... No. no, or is talent overrated? Okay, wait, 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 say it again, we're gonna do this again. So it's either um, physical pain, because we have a lot of pain as athletes, or is talent overrated and Helle is going to flip her phone. The upside is talent. Is talent overrated? This is talent. This is pain. Okay. Okay. So the back of the phone is talent and talent. the front of the phone is pain. One, two, two three. three. Pain. Okay. okay. We're recording about physical pain Okay. Today. So today's episode is about physical pain. And we'll be right back and we have to prepare. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. All right, everybody, we're back. <laughs> we we prepared this episode, and I'm laying on the floor in my apartment. I'm loving this. But first, we do some ASMR. Okay. <laughs> okay, so oh. I have a good one. Ten bucks to everyone that can guess what this is. <laughs> oh my god, yes! Send us your guesses of what this sound is. And if you guess right, and I'm 100% sure you will not guess right, we owe you 10 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and we're just gonna give you, we're gonna do it one more time for you, just so you can have a little bit of an extra guess. Okay, are you ready? So there we go, this is the game of today. Anyone that guesses this, 10 bucks. To you, from us. <laughs> okay, so the topic of today's podcast is physical pain. Um, I think we have a lot to say about this one, especially as kind of pro-athletes where our body is our work and our tool, kind of. We wear it down. <laughs> like, we push it to the limits, over the limits, and we experience a lot of physical pain. And this is what we're going to talk about today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And also, since windsurfing is such a lifestyle sport, maybe I think it's also kind of interesting to share that it's still a professional sport and mm -hmm. we push ourselves to the limits anyways. To the max. And we all, we experience a lot of pain, especially in this sport, I think, specifically. For sure. And I think more than people realize, because like... Hobby windsurfers. They I would never say, have pain. No, but probably like sometimes they have pain. But Actually, not muscle ache. But maybe no. not the same. No, but if they hit their head with their master or whatever, like it can be painful. But I think like people don't realize how much pain we can be in. Anyway. Should I take it away? Never have I ever? Yes, please. Go no. favor. Don't look. Don't look at them, sir. I cannot see oh, them. Okay. okay. Never have I ever pushed my body to the point of nausea so you were like nauseous because of yeah like, yeah so often uh, yeah right yeah i'm just saying this because for us this is such a normal thing to do but like 
imagine someone that doesn't professionally like do any professional sport like this is not normal you don't push until you want to throw up but like this is literally i think also like in daily life you can do it no like work yourself (laughs) i don't know okay maybe we've normalized okay you know what so here's this this is where the interesting point of view comes in right Mm because i've been doing professional sports for a long long time Elena, you haven't. You just actually came in last year. So maybe you have a bit of more insight as well. And in that that way, the normal life, basically. Yeah, actually, though, I've always been a person. I've pushed myself always, like, to the max. Always to the point of nausea. But I was always considered this extreme person because I just pushed so hard. Whether that would be, like, in regular swimming in school, like, whatever, like, sports, working... I always pushed my limits, but I used to be considered this extreme, dedicated, ambitious person. And now in the windsurf world, we're all like that. So this is more my perspective that I know it's not normal because I was always this extraordinary, like this extreme person to do it. But here I'm just one of everyone else. Like I'm not even pushing the hardest probably because there's always someone that's pushing more, you know? Yeah, you're right. It's very normalized to push so hard yeah yeah okay cool and just curious out of curiosity you had like what's your experience with friends and everything with friends like how they push in general you've also been doing crossfit and other sports yeah true no i think like my friends who are athletes they like i feel like from them also it's normal to push and i think i see that they push more like in real life too like i think you learn how to push yourself not only like in terms of physical pain but also like in school to push for good grades and stuff yeah but i feel like my friends who are not athletes are probably yeah actually true way more how do you call it like careful yeah and also like we like for us because it is so normalized i think we think it's fine but like I'm not exactly sure how unhealthy it is for the body to always push for those limits. But I think as a normal person, if you don't have to do it, why would you? It's so uncomfortable. Like, no one, you know, like, why would you even go there? You don't have to unless you do have to, which is only in professional sports, no? Yeah, but you can also, like, I think you feel it rewarding in a way too to push your body. Yeah, maybe. In a way, like... Like my family, they love to go go to CrossFit, not because they have to, but because after to. the session they feel good about themselves. But still, it's a difference in CrossFit. Like I also did a lot of CrossFit, and you can just do the class, and then you sweat. Of course, you push your limits, you push your boundaries. Or there's you know these two types of CrossFitters: the ones that just do the lift, and the ones that do the lift so heavy they have like a drenched back and like completely wet clothes and they're about to throw up like there's these two types of peoples yeah i guess i just realized that actually if i look at it now sometimes we have to push so hard even though we don't want to exactly and in normal life if you don't want to push that day you you just just don't don't. yeah Mm. and i guess for us it's normal that even through your most difficult days and the days where you wake up and after a bad night's sleep you still have to get out there and if you have a very hardcore training on there, you have to do it. Yeah. And you have to finish it and yeah. That's do your true. best. Yeah, that's cool. It's crazy, yeah? Okay, next one. Never have I ever bled on the water. So you were bleeding on the water. 
because of something like because of an accident or whatever well i think for windsurfers like blisters in your hands yeah. are so normal and they are so painful and they can bleed a lot for sure i remember i, I think i told you guys this already you know in marseille mm-hmm. and we were having the competition there and we had like six races um in quite hardcore wins and then somehow like since marseille actually my hands never broke open anymore like they're horribly callous now but it was really like there they opened somehow and i was bleeding all over my boom for the non-windsurfers the boom is where you hold the sail kind of and you have to like grab it pretty strongly the stronger the wind is and the blood made like the boom super slippery so actually i had like a really hard time holding the sail which made it even worse so i couldn't grip it properly and had so much pain and at that moment, I was like, what the fuck? Like, I cannot hold this sail because I'm bleeding all over it. And I'm like, <laughs> there, I was really like, for a second, what the fuck am I doing? Like, what the hell? This is so strange. But then, like, you tell this to another windsurf and they're like, oh, yeah, like, same or something. Like, you know, they don't care. Again, it's normal. It's yeah. And also, when you hit your foil because... <gasps> yes. And you rip open your toe, for example, Elena... <laughs> Or when you just, like, I'm sorry, if you look at my legs. Yes. Did anyone, so when we post this episode, we can post a picture of my legs. I don't mind that. I mean, they're full of bruises and scars and I don't know. They're so ugly. Also mine. Like, look at that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so what I wanted to say is that. um, Your legs are ugly. Yeah, my legs are (laughs) fucking ugly. No, girl. No, they're like all of ours. Again, it's normalized because, but. Yeah. Actually, my friend told me once, he said, he, he looked at my legs and he looked at me and he said, Sarah, you have such a beautiful smile, but your legs. <laughs> <laughs> and I just had to laugh because my legs are full of bruises and yeah, scars. And but everything. I never notice it except when I'm at home and I want to like go out or go to a nice event in summer and I'm wearing a dress. And then I look at my legs and they're blue and purple and cut and like bleeding. And I'm like, wow, now I'm re- like, I look so horrible because <laughs> you know what? We should stop saying that. Like I, yeah. we should embrace ourselves with our scars and it's part of us being fucking badass girls doing a fucking badass. That I fully agree. It that shows that you're a powerful woman pushing the limits and that's yes. fucking hot. Can I move to the next point or are we going to discuss go. our ugly, beautiful, powerful legs? No, I think we ended on a good note. I just like it. Now I want to go a little bit into period pain because while all the men also experience the pain that we've been talking about, period pain, only women experience. So I want to know, never have I ever had a competition in which I had severe period pain and how did that affect you guys? Yeah, I have for sure. And it's just like, I don't know, it's like this insane stomach ache. Like every woman will understand what I'm talking about probably, but... I don't know. Having it during competition is hard. I feel. Yeah. Have you ever had it? I actually, I actually have. Yes, and it was like in Silva Plana, and when I have period cramps, they're very like they're really, really, really tough. So usually I have to bend over. So you know what I mean. Like when when somehow when you bend over, they get a bit easier. So when I used to be in school, I would just pull my knees to my chest, kind of like in the in the chair because, you know, then it was easier, but. On the board, you cannot really because you have to hold your sail and you have to be quite straight. So, like in between the races, I would try to like crouch down a little bit, you know, to bend my body. Everyone was probably like, "What the hell is she doing?" But 
yeah and it was so distracting because on top of that you're also in pain anyways from from the sailing because sailing is usually like there's always some sort of pain there no like you step wrong maybe your mu- it's just a muscle ache or whatever but when you add this severe period pain to it I feel like usually my head doesn't work properly anymore so I cannot make decisions the rational decisions because like my body's just not putting the energy into the brain but into all this pain no? exactly and I feel like period pain like it makes you not want to move because moving hurts yes so like doing like tax like super powerful can be so hard I feel like yeah so man take that this is what we deal with on the water on- crazy. and man I generally think men don't realize no you, you don't know but all the scientific research is also based on what we know about like women women's bodies are just how do you say that that it's the same it's the same as man bodies but it's not but in research they say well actually yeah do every medication every medication that is is on the market is tested on males only like it's just for men every medication the men's yeah but i just i don't mean a medication i just mean also training science yeah it's all basically a male body is so different from a female body but they just scale the women's body like they just make it smaller as if it was the same smaller no? that's what i mean yeah, as yeah. If it's the same as a male body but then smaller and less strength less strong but it's, it's not way more complex <laughs> yeah. yeah this year no last year sorry in silvaplana in switzerland we had the world championships I don't know if you girls remember, but three weeks before that, I broke my back, basically. I didn't break it, but I went through it. I couldn't walk for a few, like a couple of days, and it, it was just so painful. And when I look back at a competition, <laughs> I've been literally having that whole competition. I've been high on pain meds, literally. <laughs> but when I think of it, yeah. sometimes I would feel so good on the water it should, and then, <laughs> because all of the ibuprofen and the stuff I would take, like I would take. When I think back of it, it was so much medication. It was like my dad thousand milligrams of ibuprofen for sure a day, or like five hundred with paracetamol or something. And I did a fucking world championship with that. I that's crazy. Every normal person would have said, "Don't do it." Yeah, of course, because, yeah, but we cannot choose when to push it sometimes. Like, sometimes we really have no choice. But oh, I'm very, very interested because I do know a lot of windsurfers don't take pain medication. Like, there's somehow, to a lot of guys I've been talking to, they're like, no, I don't take any pain medications. Like, I don't believe in pain medications or, like, I don't want to take them or whatever. Versus I'm like, yes. <laughs> like, no, actually, I'm like that. I never take medicine. Never, ever do I take medicine, except... That time it was so painful, so I just had to take it because I couldn't walk. But then with pain meds, I would sail a windsurfing competition. And it's like that. Yeah. I think we're all just extremely driven. Like sometimes I'm really because of my you know outside perspective, I'm like we are like borderline obsessed with this sport to an amount where it's barely healthy anymore. I think in general. You know, my view was always, okay, exercise is healthy. So the more I exercise, the healthier it will be, you know? Like when you exercise a lot, you're, you're super healthy. But actually, I changed my opinion on that because I think pro or extreme sports, the way we do it, it's not healthy anymore. Really? I think we overstep the boundary. 
it is for sure a balance, but I don't think, but I have been in windsurfing my entire life. So mm-hmm. for me, wow, I don't nice. see, <laughs> to me, like, I don't see the wrong in pushing your body. <laughs> no, I have to say, so professional sports in general, and then especially extreme sports, of course, it's not good for your body. Though the, the amount of times that I'm, pushing myself and like I'm having pain or injuries I literally if I don't do recovery training I get injuries so I think this is the point I think the extreme sport is that while you do that sport you actually push way too hard and you break your body down and all we do besides the sport everything we do like the eating the gym all of that is to make the breakdown as small as possible So actually, all the outside training that we do for the windsurfing is there to prevent that our bodies break fast, as fast as they maybe would without that recovery training and the healthy food and the, you know, like low impact stability gym sessions, because the windsurfing is actually so hard on our body, you know? So Yeah, I think we can get more into this topic. So for example, we are windsurfing, we windsurf a lot. We do strength tra- training. Um, you girl are maybe one year into the sport. Did you have injuries already? I ripped off my toe. You ripped off your toe. Okay, in one year. Do you have back pain ever? Yes. Do you have shoulder pain? My God. Do you have booty pain? Oh, yeah. And the legs? How do All of it. My, exactly. foot, my foot also. So, Hella, how, how is it for you since you were going to the gym? How, how has the muscle pain been? Amazing, like, you'll love it. <laughs> like, you mean after the gym session? Of course. No, it's like, I can feel some muscle pain, but it's like nice kind of muscle pain. Okay, and how would a normal person probably think of that pain? Probably painful. Exactly. <laughs> that That is the point that I wanted to make. because Does it wow. sound psycho when we say that though? Wow, it's kind of like nice pain. I'm like, wait. <laughs> I don't even realize, like, this is just my first thought, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because for us, pain, and that's, I think, why I, why this topic triggers me specifically so much, is because pain is so normal for us. And it's not even negative anymore. Like, I like you know, usually when someone's in pain, they stop, they go take care of it because it's negative. They want to remove it and move on. But us... We push through, we yeah. go, we make the pain and it's there and we don't stop to take the pain away. No, we push, we take pain meds and we go. And we make it maybe even more painful. Like, Yeah, it's true. Wow. So I think some part of our brain is not right. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I think it's just, this is a little bit of part of profession, like of high sure. level sports. You want to do everything because we're so obsessed with that goal of, making the best out of yourself and hopefully that's enough to also be the best in the world basically i agree i 100% agree the first time i had this realization for example was i had a uh, appendicitis like appendicitis appendicitis sorry okay okay (laughs) luckily someone knows english in this group (laughs) okay so i had appendicitis but it was i got it a few years ago i had stomach pain I was like, okay, well, whatever, I have stomach pain. I did a competition, then I went home, I got even more ill, and I got so much stomach pain, that actually kind of faded. Then I went back for training camp, and then during the training camp, I got so ill again, like I didn't eat for days, I think I lost like five or six kilos. So I went back home, 
I biked to the doctor because I just couldn't handle the pain anymore. With this pain of appendicitis, I biked to the fucking doctor. I came at the doctor, I was like, yeah, I have this pain in my stomach. And the doctor said like, "Mm -hmm, okay, maybe go to the hospital. So he gave me a note. The, the, The hospital, which is normally like a 15 minute bike from where I live. It took me one hour to get there because I was in so much pain. Then I came into the hospital and... Um, they started researching and it actually took a little bit of more time than normally to realize that it was appendicitis. And then after like one hour, the doctor came in and he was like, yeah, um, yeah, we're getting you to the operation room. So I hope your family is here now quickly. Snell. Snell. And I was like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you get here? Actually, I was like, I biked here. And the doctor, he looked at me as if I was insane. <laughs> Thing because I biked there, and that's when I realized, like, huh, maybe I should stop pushing myself through so much pain. You know, that was literally the first time I realized, like, I'm so used to having pain and not complaining about it that I just biked to the hospital with a serious. Uh, that's insane. It was really serious. They thought it exploded and everything. When it explodes in your then you're then, then it's super dangerous. Yes. Exactly. So they actually thought it was in the end it wasn't, but. I, yeah, I'm sorry. I just thought that's like the first time I really like realized about the pushing through pain. I love that. Also, there's one word that you use, which is complain. And honestly, whenever I'm not in the windsurfing world, I realize how much people complain about a headache or, you know, like a little pain because, yeah, it is uncomfortable. But I, I never complain about, you know, pain like, like this in a way. Like if I had a headache what like that's literally this last thing i'm gonna think about like to have this continuous pain throughout the whole day like whatever yeah i have a headache i'm gonna go train i'm gonna go to the gym i'm gonna but there's people that stay at home from work what? because they have a freaking headache like that is a thing and but on sorry you say that is a thing and it uh, should be yeah <laughs> you should take care of yourself because your body is in pain which is probably a sign that you should take a step down and what we do, we just, we're like, ah. We're like, yeah, it means I worked hard. <laughs> what scares me now is that I think, I thought it was crazy that people stay home because of, head, because of a headache. Well, it I mean, I think this that I think really that depends. Is crazy. Yeah, exactly. Because this is our world. This is how we, yeah. <laughs> so I have another funny story and oh, it's yeah. mentioned already a few times. Good. There's someone in this group that ripped off her toe <laughs> during a competition in Italy but literally there, I thought oh, you, yeah. this, so Elena, we had a competition in Elena two days before the competition. Yeah. We're going out for training. Um, I come, okay, so I'm going to tell it from my yes. my side. I come back to shore and then I get these messages like, Elena is to the hospital. Yeah, maybe you should go and pick her up. It was very bad. She fainted. Yeah, probably she lost the toe or something. And <laughs> I was, I was. I didn't know what to do. So I went to the hospital. I picked up Elena. She was, I don't know, high on pain, maybe. Yeah, it was pretty great. Yeah, and they stitched up the toe in the end. So everything recovered pretty well. Um, but I remember that when we drove back and, and I was like, girl, are you okay? And you were full of energy. I had to drop you off your car because you wanted to drive home after she'd just been <laughs> stitched up, you know? I drove home. And two days later, I, I, I asked her, like, are you sure you want to compete? And she was like, yeah, it's not a problem. And she just, 
one of the stitches opened up and she was just like, yeah, yeah, let me just close this stitch again. And she stitched up her own toe. So, I mean, for you, this is normal, but I like, wow. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah, I have to say though, I think this was taught to me by a very young age because my father is a doctor. So whatever we had as children, it was not, it was nothing because he's just seeing such horrible things exactly. every single day. And same. also, he he's a sports doctor, so he knows that athletes, whatever happens, we want to compete. And the nice thing about him is that, you know, a normal doctor, my, my the doctor at the hospital said, okay, you cannot sail for two weeks now. So I was like, okay, dad, I have a problem. I have a competition in two days. I ripped off my toe. I have seven stitches in my foot. Can I compete? And he's like, yes, listen. <laughs> Take some duct tape. And then he kind of explained to me how I would have to, you know, put my foot together so that I can, you know, still do it. Because he knows how much actually a body can take, you know, how much you can... Like, obviously, my scar is freaking ugly now. Like, it's not very beautiful. And I'm super, like, no one can touch it. Like, I cannot touch it. It's so freaking sensitive. So, of course, like, there's some, you know, minus points to that. But I learned so much at that competition. I would do it straight away again. I learned a new mix of pain medications that works really well for me. So, yeah, I think while... A lot of people, which I think is great, listen to their body and maybe stay home for headaches. Also, this pain thing and in the windsurfing world, like this pushing through, helped me understand, and also obviously my medical studies, how much pain and, you know, stuff our body actually can resist. Because it is so much stronger than we think. Like pain is just a sign, hey, like something's wrong there. Check it out. Like it's not normal. Maybe it sh- like it shouldn't be there. But Pain doesn't necessarily mean, bro, you're gonna die. Stop right now. Like, it's not. It's more like, hey, look, there, there's something not right. Fix it. But you can also be like, I'll do it later. <laughs> do you have a moment, Hella, where you felt like you were in so much pain that you just couldn't handle? Yeah. Yeah, I remember actually, like, my qualification to the Youth Olympics, it was in Sardinia. And I was competing. Uh, for like I think it was a long competition and we had like a lot of races and towards the end of the competition it was like a lot of wind and I got this insane pain in my lower back like it felt like knives stabbing me I remember I was like I was crying crying my eyes out because like this was the qualification for the youth olympics like I did not want to miss that because that's like an insane an insane experience so I was like, I was really considering just going in and skipping the whole thing because it was so painful and I was like crying my eyes out. And then I came in from shore after after a few races and we had like a break before our next races and my mom was just like putting it like medication in me and I went out again and I remember I cried the whole race, but I did fucking well because I pushed my body like I think I did top 10 or something. Wow. Because I, I just pushed it through, but I was crying my eyes out. But this so was that really was probably not healthy. <laughs> probably not. But I'm so glad I did it. Cause like, but also I think you learn so much about yourself that yeah. you can do way more than what you think. Like I thought I was way beyond my limits, but I could actually do more. You guys know this. I'm not sure if this is scientifically backed up, but I think we are only using like a certain percent. Like when you think that you're absolutely destroyed, when your mind thinks, okay, my body's absolutely destroyed. We're only at like. 50% or something of what our bodies actually can do. I think this is true. Because I think... I also think so. I, I think it's a matter of the mind. Exactly. 
Yeah, for sure a matter of mind, I think. Because also if you think about it, what extreme scenarios people have survived, you know, like walking through deserts for days with no food, no water. I'm sure the mind, I mean, our mind says after two hours of food, you're going to die if you don't eat right now, you know, but actually you can go two weeks without it, technically, if your mind, you know, would let you. So I think being able as a pro athlete to really control your mind and really, you know, work on that part, it allows your body to do so much more. So do you have tricks for that? I'm just curious. Or do you think you're born with it? You know, you think there's just people born more as a drama queen and people maybe not? Or do you think... I think it's also what you're used to. And also like what your expectations are to yourself and also from the people around you. I feel like in the windsurfing world, people do expect you to train and to, even though you have a blister and bleed, you should mm -hmm. go and train. And even though you have must like you go train, you know. So I, I think it has a lot to do with the expectations you have to yourself. Really? I agree. But also, I've always been aware of the fact that I seem to have a higher pain tolerance than people around me. So I think this I was actually born with. So whenever, you know, when you kind of compare, I don't know how, but like you somehow as a child, you, you kind of realize at one point, whoa, even though this person and I, we have the same pain, we reacted very differently. Or again, like the people that complain about headaches and they complain about so much things. And I almost vomit from my period pain during class. And I don't tell anyone because I'm like, yeah, whatever, you know, like, just so move this on. This might also be taught, no? I, yeah, I also think so. But still, I think, like, I can function very well with pain. And there's just people that cannot, like, what are you going to do if you have a headache? And that means you're completely out for the day and you cannot focus on anything, let's say, in school or whatever. And you have to go home because of a headache. Whereas I would be fine writing a test in every single period of the day, you know, like even though I had a burning headache. So, so you think, don't think you can have like tricks for handling yes, pain? Of course, that also. Yeah, and there again, I think it's the mind mm -hmm. for sure. I think you can like, I remember like my coach used to tell me, like I had like a girl who was helping me a lot when I did uh, Big Techno and she always said like pain is nothing because it is, you know, it is literally says, nothing. But that says pain is weakness leaving the body. <laughs> Uh, and actually, actually, it sounds kind of really hard, but if exactly. you think about it so this harsh. way, yeah, but imagine pain is weakness leaving your body. <laughs> if you push through it, it means that you come out of it stronger. So whatever pain you had, it's the weakness that left and now you're stronger. I like that. Okay, I like that. Right? What do you think, sir? What are your tips? Um, you know what I think is so difficult and that's the most difficult that I'm experiencing in this athlete life is that sometimes you have to push through pain even though you don't want and sometimes you need to step back yeah. and listen to your body. And that balance is the hardest thing ever. So at the moment I'm trying to be very scientific about it. So I'm monitoring the hours that we train. I'm monitoring how hard the sessions are. I'm monitoring everything with a heart rate sensor and um, that one also tracks my sleep and actually mm -hmm. give feed, gives feedback on how I recover. Yeah. So this is just a tool that whenever I don't know if whether I should push through pain or something, then that's a tool I use. So if I see that I've been training for a long time, the risk on injury probably gets higher. 
So that's a moment where I say to myself, like, okay, maybe I should step back or I ask a coach or someone that specialized in it. Um, so that's just one thing I use. And uh, in competitions, it's the hardest thing, I think. Like, actually, no. In training, it's the hardest. Because in competition... You push through anything. You push through anything. And it's only a week. Yeah. Like, training is every other day of the entire year. But do you have a tip on how to push through? Because you asked us before, so I feel like maybe you have yeah, tips. Of course, yeah. I was thinking of that. And I, th I think I can agree on what you said, Helle. It's a lot about the mindset. So if you have a training and you know it's going to be hard to just go for it basically just decide before the training and set your mind already there um, what also really helps for me is if I have a horrible training let's say a gym training that's going to be hard I like to do it in the morning like early morning I wake up I take like an easy breakfast I go straight away to the gym because I feel that my brain isn't awake yet and I do my heart training. <laughs> you trick it. <laughs> I trick my brain. Yeah. You don't, you, never, you should try yeah, it. I've, I've never should, done that. This is a good one. No, I've done it too. Because like in the morning, I don't know. Because if you do it in the end of the day, you will go around and kind of build up this fear for this An training. Anxious, and then yeah, when you anxiety. go to the training, your brain will be so like, oh, this is going to be so painful, so painful. And then it actually becomes more painful. I, for, for on the water with like the pain, I like to think that these are exactly the moments that are where like you separate the great windsurfers or great athletes from the good athletes. Because a good athlete can go out, can push a little bit, like can dabble with the limits, you know, push a little bit with the pain and then they go in. A great athlete in terms of skills, maybe, you know, your body's not going to be so great anymore after a while, but... A great athlete will push through and in those really hard moments, I think that's where it matters because also, um, what you said before, Hella, like with the mind, that's also exactly where, that's the only time you can train how your mind reacts to the situation. Because this was the hardest part for me in the beginning, because in this extreme situation, your mind is not rational anymore. All it says, it screams for you to stop, it screams for you. So how do you take that focus and put it back Like, kind of forget about the pain and put it back into the focused racing mindset and getting better, you know? So for me, this is the time where I'm like, okay, now I can train this. And it helps me push through because I know that these are the moments that are making, yeah, that are separating you from, from the best winters in the world, I think. Yeah, those moments are the ones that count. Exactly. Mm, except that yeah. was what I was trying to say. It's, It's okay. late, guys. It's okay, it's okay. Yeah, and actually now we're talking about it, something else popped into my mind. What is really helpful as well is to train together, to have yes. someone oh on God. the sideline. Because if you see that someone is pushing hard, it makes you want to push harder. And then you also motivate that other person to push harder again. Exactly. That really helps. And for me, it also really helps if I have a trainer to really use them and be like listen coach, yes yeah it can be a coach but it can also be a personal trainer or a physical trainer or just your training partner let's say just someone on the sideline that can coach you or cheer you through a training if you need that and that's a lot about having a healthy environment training environment so i think those are also very helpful moments And also this person is not in that pain. So this person can actually make rational decisions. 
So actually the coach has been super helpful for me lately because, um, you know, when I will tell him like, look, I'm so tired. I'm in so much pain. I, I don't know what to do. Like, you know, I feel like nothing's working. What do I do? And he says, okay, either we do three more jabs, three more tacks. We go 10 more minutes, 50 more minutes, 30 more minutes. He makes the decisions and I can trust that his decision is going to make me the best windsurfer I can be. And then I don't even have to think. So actually, I don't even have to use my head anymore. And I can focus on other things and just focus on the task at hand. And I don't have to make a decision anymore because whatever decision I take, it's not going to base on rationality, but on what my body wants, which is to go back and sleep or something, you know? Yeah. So I like this. Exactly. And also a little while ago, I remember like we, we had like a really hard IQ session and then we came in and suddenly it blew like the wind just increased a lot and our coach was like yeah go out and have a slalom session and we were like eh, eh what <laughs> but then we rigged like our small sails and we had like the funniest session ever in like so much wind pushing the limits Is that the before knots? Yeah. yeah and it turned out so good but i think if he didn't say it i don't know if i would have done it we were really on the edge of not going and then he said and just it, go. Yeah, he said, just go. I think you should go. And then we were, we were like, okay, then. And we kind of went into that pain together. Yeah. And then it became a super fun session. But also, if you don't have a coach, really, you can use your friends yeah. or your training partner or whoever you want to work out and, with. Oh, now I also have that one thing that helps me push through the pain. So sometimes I have to say, I like it. I'm sorry, but if you come back to the shore, let's say at a competition and it was a really hard day and it was so much wind and it was really exhausting. Everyone on the shore is going to be talking about how hard it was, how exhausting it was. Like, and they're going to show, you're going to show each other your blisters or if you have like pain. And it, it's kind of, this. it binds you together, you know? Like it's this community sense of like, oh, I pushed so hard, you pushed so hard, da, da, da. And you can say like, yeah, I was three hours on the water today. Like kind of, Taking this and being like, oh, I'm such a boss bitch. I pushed through. I'm so strong. And it's so empowering to know that in these extremes, you can still perform well. Exactly. And I think you feel accomplished. Like exactly. Your yeah. It's a kind of a mental game as well. That's yeah. then more, again, to the athlete, like the top sport side. Because when when it's a hard session, I like to come ashore and be like, Nora, like, you thought it was hard? I know you do that. I'm this person that just acts like it's annoying. You do that and it annoyed me so much because then I used to think like, oh no, like I thought it was so hard. Maybe I just suck, but now I know that you fake it. You little <laughs> bitch. Fake it till you make it. <laughs> Don't use my words. Also <laughs> a very, very good trick. Yeah. Yeah, just tell yourself like you can do it. It's not hard and you'll make it maybe there. Probably. <laughs> Hopefully. Hopefully. <laughs> okay. Um, let me just quickly think. It's, I think. Okay, because you were talking about. Um, yeah, I'm going to move slowly to the ending questions That's good. that I thought of. And there's a few in there that are, I think, kind of funny as well, where we can maybe have a little bit of a conversation about. Because you said you like some type of pain as yes. well. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Oh Wait, my god! No, this is not going that way. No, I just wanted to say, like, Continue. which pain do you really like love in terms of sports? 
Okay, now let's start with this one. What pain in sport is for you like the most painful that you hate the most? I think the back pain. I really dislike the back pain. <laughs> Why <laughs> windsurfing? I'm sorry, like... <laughs> oh my god. Okay, so we're going a bit off track here. Um, the back pain from going upwind... When you have like a really long, you know, upwind and then it's just this persistent, like dull ache and there's nothing you can do. And yes, you can turn your sides, but then the second you're on the other side, like it starts again. So I think as soon as this back pain starts, I just know like, whoa, I'm getting closer and closer to my limit because I really strengthen my back a lot. And I feel like now I'm really strong, so it doesn't really happen a lot anymore. But when it happens, I know like shit now it's gonna get really hard. Yeah, I have to say back pain is a good one. But the other day, like I got so seasick. Oh yeah. <laughs> sorry, but that's from the really right. the worst. You're right. I'm sorry, but for me, like nausea. Oriented, yeah. Super. You are, and you feel like you're on the edge of picking your life out of you. You know. Yeah. But wow. Just nausea in general. I think like sometimes you also have these trainings where you have to go very deep in yeah. your hike intense cardio trainings very where you healthy. also get nauseous that's a very horrible feeling like am I gonna puke am I not gonna puke yeah. I'm gonna make this start or exactly yeah, yeah. I really hate um, most mostly it's in gym trainings when you have to do a lot of reps and then just your muscles burn mm-hmm. and it just burns so much I, I think that's the worst pain I don't know it's I so kinda, like I never yeah like when I think of pain in our life right now, the gym is never... Because I'm so used to the gym. So I, I used to do gym like five, six days a week already before I started windsurfing. So like any type of pain in gym means nothing to me. So for any pain that's like really bad is on the water in my eyes. Oh, I like... I've also been going my whole life to the gym. But for one or another reason, I just... I just mm-hmm. hate... I like the burn, I think is the worst. Like, so I actually kind of like on the water when... It's these super marginal conditions. Yeah, I just... When you manage to get your board on the foil on like the minimal conditions and you know it hurts so much because the seal is super heavy, you need to work super hard with the legs and your whole body is burning and it's very hard on your cardio as well. But then when you get it up, it's actually so satisfying. So then all of that pain is kind of worth it in my opinion. So I really love that. And I'm also kind of good at it in a way, yeah, I very, guess. Very, yes. But it's because I also really like training it. So, yeah. I've been getting more and more into that, I have to say. I think maybe also because of you, because I always see you pushing it and you like it, actually. But now I've started also to kind of like it. Because, and when you like it, you do it more often and you get so much better at it, which makes you like it even more. I see where you're coming from. I can see that. Nice. I've been thinking very hard about which pain I like on the water and... Sorry, but I really cannot think of a pain I like. <laughs> so like I cannot. I like that we specify the water so much. <laughs> but I also have to say that 
you are pushing so much always and you're having all the crazy crashes. I mean, <laughs> oh my God, yeah. I know and I don't like it, but I I I like the feeling after I have pushed. I love the feeling after I've pushed because I have just... done the best I could and I feel like I've progressed and I feel like I've kind of impressed myself in a way because I did more than I thought I could. And I like that feeling after the pain, but not really like the pain. What is your opinion on waking up in the morning and being stiff as a board? Oh my god. <laughs> no. And you just move your body and it's so painful and but you have also, to go to your next session. Exactly. Also knowing the, you have like a whole yeah. day of windsurfing in front of I you and you wake up like... this is the fucking worst feeling, I'm sorry. Yeah, you don't even know how to get out of bed yeah. and you have a four-hour session in front of you and you're like... Oh. This actually I've been struggling with lately a little bit. Like how to get back into the mindset of really pushing again. Because when you're in pain on the water and you have to push through it, that's one thing. But if you're in pain from the moment you wake up and you have to wake up, you're in so much pain. All you want to do is curl and turn to the other side and keep sleeping. You have to get up, make breakfast, prepare, walk to the spot, prepare your gear, bring the gear to the water, get on the water. Man. And then once you're on the water, it's kind of fine. But this one and a half, two hours before, every single second you have to push through, you know? So this is the one I've been admiring the most because I don't hear you guys complain about it. No, and I I just, I I don't like to complain about it because I feel like then it becomes a worse pain. So I think I I just decide, like when I lie in bed and think like, how am I going to even get up of bed? I decide that, no, this is going to be a good day. I'm going to push through the session. It's going to be a good session. And I just decide that, no, this is going to work. But I, and I also think this is a little bit training, like mm-hmm. going f- in one year from zero to hero, basically, you, your body needs to adjust to that. Imagine that I have so much more years of yeah. training and knowing how to react toward, to a body like when, it's, when I don't feel the greatest. And also maybe I have, I have my routines in recovery and and all of that thing so maybe you need to find what works Mm. best for you as well still or what to do when you wake up and you feel that because i i I got better as well in recovery in general i think listening to my body more and also because i do everything so scientific now i just know when it's a good pain or when it's a pain that i should listen to you guys want to know a secret of course i started watching these super inspirational youtube videos where it's like don't give up and it's like a three minute montage of why you should keep fighting and genuinely try it It nothing has motivated me more than this it's like wake up every day like you know work when nobody's watching like get up at five like oh my god God. so if you're struggling at the moment to get motivated try this just google motivational video and then there's this one guy Freaking hell, I forgot his name, but there's this one guy and YouTube, I... But he has this deep voice, right? Yes. Like, on YouTube, I'm yeah. going to send you guys a video. Oh, oh my God. God, nothing in my life has motivated me more than these videos. I actually, I used to do it so much. Like, I, I forgot about it lately, but I used to do it like before doing homeworks. Yes. I would just watch a video before that just to get the motivation in there. Oh my before God. a session, before working, like... I would do it so much. Actually. We should watch these videos when we don't feel like going out together. 
I do like that we always push each other to go out though. Yeah. Like I feel like we, okay, it's a good idea by the way. I'm sorry, I fully stepped over that. <laughs> but um no, definitely. I, I I just I was also thinking because we're so in this world of high level sport and like we have to push and blah blah blah. But then also even just in normal life, you know, I I believe now that if you have a certain routine in how how to motivate yourself whether it is through motivational videos um whether it is just listening to your body in the right moments or do it super scientific or mindset or whatever way it works for you just having that routine and knowing yourself is super important mm -hmm. in order to yeah to be able to keep a certain routine and and then yeah i think physical pain is just an extra factor that sometimes tries to get you off track mm -hmm. and you just need to find a routine in, in whatever works for you anyway. and it's also like what like you need to find this balance because this physical pain it's always the extreme no? we always go into the extreme so i feel like um we need to find ways to prepare ourselves our like mind and body which can be recovery or these motivational videos or also for me it's now reading at the moment because it's such a contrast to this high fast-paced extreme sport that we do on the water and like these opposites help me and prepare me to go into these extremes sometimes or like once a day or whatever however much much it is so i think it's really kind of this now like to find to find the ways to balance it out again in the end well talking about that i just realized yes because it's not as if we are pushing our bodies 12 months a year i mean we literally take deloads every couple of weeks we make sure that in some periods of the year we don't have to push our bodies so much exactly. so it's more about endurance but like very low cardio mm -hmm. just taking it easy and other mo moments when you're getting closer to competition it's more about this high intensity and pushing through pain but definitely you cannot be pushing yourself through pain the whole year round basically yeah. and also you guys should see me sometimes on my rest day like sometimes on my rest days i'm sleeping in until 11 i wake up i make a coffee then i go from my bedroom to my couch <laughs> i read four hours or something until like three then i go to the beach have a coffee with the girls lay around again eat go to dinner and sleep again it's all about balance Yeah, but I think like this side is also not shown a lot. The fact that we have so much pain means that our recovery also is so extreme. Like there's literally days where I do not move. Like I don't move barely. Like I move from the couch to the bed and maybe to dinner and to a coffee. You know what I mean? Like there's also this sometimes. Mm -hmm. just wanted to mention that. It sounds like we're so badass, but sometimes mm -hmm. we're just slots. Yeah, that's <laughs> true. So another question. Who is the biggest drama queen of us three? I feel like we agree on this. What? You think I'm a drama queen? No. <laughs> Wait. No, but not in a bad way. Just in a funny way. Okay, so we, me and Hella looked at each other because we thought that we and wanted I to say. Saw the look. We wanted to say Elena is a drama queen. Okay, elaborate. Okay, just because you are always like, I ripped off my toe. <laughs> I never said that. You keeps. <laughs> 
saying that? I took that over from you because I just think it's so funny. <laughs> but also, it was a horrible accident. But your, her toe did not actually <laughs> got ripped off. Unfortunately. Like so. But I like you. Yeah, you, I you tend to like spice it up a exactly. little. Exactly. And like exaggerate it a little. And like, I, I don't I actually like mean it. it. But- you're talking fully through each other, Kate. So try to let each other finish the sentence. No. You don't no. mind it? Like, I'm trying not to make it. Okay, so okay, let me explain. I think I, I don't I don't okay, you guys correct me. I don't feel like I'm complaining or you know actually making a drama out of it. It's more that some when sometimes something happens, I try to make it funny and then I use like certain phrases to just make it funnier. Like the ripping off your toe, it's just funnier to say than like my toe got, it did get ripped, just not ripped off. Like whatever, you know, like to, just to make it a bit funnier. So because I cope with trauma and pain with joking. So I think that's probably... Yeah, I think that uh, was also the way we refer to it anyways. Yeah. Just because you make a, a joke out of way. it. But I think none of us make, like, a big fuss about any, like, you know, like, yeah, sure, my foot hurts, okay, I go in a bit earlier, and then I quickly get an x-ray, whatever, and that's it. And, like, your foot hurts now, and you mention it once, and I tell you I have an ice pack if you don't even use it, whatever. And that's it, you know, like, we move on from it. Exactly. Yeah, yeah we're not drama queens. We're bad, Am I the drama? Or we the drama? I don't think I'm the drama. Am I the villain? I don't I think, think I'm, I'm a villain. villain. Am I? <laughs> Maybe I am. <laughs> okay, so... If you if get it, you get it. If you don't, you don't. Next. <laughs> um, I don't know. How, how much time do we... Like, I, I have... We're done now. Yeah, are we done? Well, do you know? Like, give us, like, one more good question. The best other one that you got. Best ending question. Now you know what, then we're going to go too deep into the topic again. I think we're done. I think it was an interesting conversation. Yeah. I think it was like not as funny and bubbly as usually, but I think this really needs to be talked about because it is our everyday life. We live with constant pain. Like I'm sitting here right now and I'm in pain. Like there is pain somewhere in my body. Actually, my arms are really painful, like my chest from the push-ups yesterday. Mm. And a year ago, my life was not like this. And I just yeah. accepted it and I moved into it. But again, people, I think they don't realize now. Like, exactly. So true. Like, now I'm in pain. And I know that in a few hours, or a few hours, like a couple of, how many hours? Like 12 hours, I'm going to be out on the water again. putting on more pain. Yeah. And I'm just thinking, <laughs> What is like, painful right now in your body? Please tell me. My foot, my shoulders, and my lower back. My lower back. Sure. Also lower back, my chest. And also like your mind. But this will get into another time. <laughs> yeah, my eyes, I just want to close them. Yes, yeah, we've been working all day. It's 11 p.m. Yes, let's go close our eyes. Okay, yes. we love you guys. Bye. Thank you for listening. <laughs> oh my god, I love this so much. You can tell us anything. We don't judge. We're the non-judging breakfast club. And that they blame it on your vagina. <laughs> she always drinks tequila. Buckle up. What psycho drinks Red Bull at night?